It's time for a legendary introduction. Welcome to Unpacking the Box. I really think nobody does it better. Join the conversation as we cover everything from life and relationships. All a woman wants is a choice. Inspiring interviews. That just hit me. Wow. And everything in between. Just keeping it real. We keeping it all the way real. Whoa. Now let's start unpacking. This is Linnea, your host, and welcome back to Unpacking the Box podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? The show starts in 10, 9, Today, I'm here with the amazing, beautiful, inspiring, and beyond talented actress, model, Joaquima Hollis. Hello, Queen. How are you? Hello, Queen. I am wonderful. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking. I am excited to talk to you. Yeah, me too. Let's do it. Yes. So I have to tell you, before we get started, first of all, my 14-year-old daughter is the one who introduced me to the Dynasty show. (laughs) <laughs> she was like, which is so crazy because I'm like, I'm in the next room. And she's like, I'm, I'm listening to what she's listening to. I'm like, Maya, what are you watching? Right. She was like, I'm watching Liz and Wakima. <laughs> I said, who? She said, Liz from Victorious and Wakima. She's so pretty. She was like, I love her hair. When she first showed me when I when I came in the room, I was like, hold on now. I got to watch this for myself to see if it's <laughs> appropriate. But when she first showed me, you came on the scene. You were in a scene with... um. Uh, the guy that plays Jeff. And she yeah. was like, the first thing she said was, I love her hair. Her hair is so beautiful. Which, oh, that that is yeah. so good to hear. Because, you know, that's one of the things that I, that I set out to do, to be that representation that I didn't get to see very often when I was growing up. You know, when I was growing up, natural hair was not represented on TV in a very positive way. So I'm so happy to hear that that is the experience that your daughter is having. Yeah, and it was so, it warmed my heart because it was in the midst of a time that she was struggling with her hair yeah, not liking her hair. And then for her to say, look at her, somebody that looks like me, that looks like her, you know? Exactly. So, so I love it. And so ever since then, I have been hooked and I done fell in love with every character, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's addictive. It is. <laughs> yes. Where are you from for those who don't know? So I am originally from Jackson, Tennessee. And Jackson is kind of a small town and it's halfway between Memphis Memphis and Nashville, but it's a little bit closer to Memphis. Okay, and how was it there? How was it growing up there? It was great growing up there. You know, I growing up in the South, you you grow up and to be, you know, we teach like manners and we teach you to just treat people well. And I was raised in church and, you know, I had, great friends and a safe neighborhood that I could run around in, which is a privilege that not everyone has. So Mm -hmm. I really appreciate that I got that upbringing in the South, but then I grew into a woman in New York. So I kind of like to think that I have the best of both worlds, like the Southern Belle upbringing, but then the down 
down to business nature of a New Yorker. Okay, awesome. So tell me what led you to like this acting career? Like what sparked your interest in acting? Gosh, I guess if we go all the way back to the beginning, I'd have to say church because I started out that's the first place I ever acted. I would do the Easter plays and the Christmas plays. And we would all be excited to see who got the role of Mary in the Christmas play and, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And, you know, the plays that we would do for Black History Month. So I think that is how I got introduced to it. And then I went on to attend a middle school and a high school that both had really amazing theater departments. And in high school, my theater teacher was just someone who had such a big impact on my life because I I already loved acting, but mm -hmm. I never saw it as something that I could do for a living. It just, that didn't seem attainable to me. You know, like little black girls from Tennessee didn't grow up to be actresses on national TV. So it just is something that I never even considered. Uh, mm -hmm. um, and, you know, speaking of that, I think it's a good time to give a shout out to teachers because teachers really do make a huge difference in the lives of kids. And if I had never met this teacher, and her name is Becky Fly, I don't know that I would be on the path that I'm on today. So, you know, all of those mm -hmm. things combined me, combined for me to lead me here. Yes, and you are great at it, so I'm happy. Well, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. So can you tell us, you know, for some people that are not watching Dynasty, which they should be watching Dynasty because it's Absolutely. like one of the best shows. Can you tell us about your character, Monica Colby? And, you know, how did you prepare for the role or did you have to do any special prep? So how do you describe Monica Colby? I guess, you know, you'd have to start out by saying that she is smart and she's driven. And other than that, she's just a fabulous woman all around. You know, she's loyal to her friends and family and uh, she's a businesswoman. And, but, you know, even though she is a millionaire or by this time, I think Monica is actually a billionaire, she manages to be down to earth. And this is on a show where, you know, the characters get into all kinds <laughs> of crazy stuff. But mm -hmm. Monica really does do a good job of keeping her head on her shoulders. And, you know, it's kind of the thing of, you never forget where you came from. And Monica was not raised with money, although she has money now. And so uh, Monica is just a fabulous woman. And, you know, to, to get prepared for the role, I considered watching some old clips of Dynasty, but I knew that the take that they wanted to do on this new edition of Dynasty or this reboot, it was a fresh take. So I didn't want to watch the old Dynasty and be influenced by it. So when I was going through the audition process, I didn't do that. I kind of actually based a lot of it on my modeling experience because I modeled internationally and doing runway and stuff like that for a really long time. Mm -hmm. And you meet the most extravagant people, and, you know, and they live these lavish lifestyles and they have everything at the tip of their fingers. So I kind of used that experience more so than going back to, you know, rely on the old dynasty. Mm hmm. Yes, let me tell you, I love Monica. I love everything about Monica. And <laughs> like, out of all, and you're right, because like out of everybody, I'm like, she's the only one that's like kind of chill and calm. Everybody else Insane. is doing all type yes. of crazy stuff. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> and even like before I learned more about you and your modeling, I, I said to my daughter, Maya, she models because first of all, she got the face, the body, the everything. She killing these looks. I mean, and even like when your pictures came over, I was like, this shit better. Okay, you better work. <laughs> Oh, you are hyping me up. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. Yes. So since, you know, stepping into this role, what have you learned about yourself? You know, I would say that more so than the role, the setting of being, you know, on that set and in that environment, it just, mm -hmm. it reminded me of how much I love to learn. So, you know, I'm always the one that in between takes, I'm asking questions to the directors about their job. Like, how do I do this job? Why did you make that decision? What is this about? And I do the same thing to the writers and the cameramen and pretty much anyone that works around because I'm just a curious creature and I love to learn new things. So it's, that is the ideal environment for me because I can just be a sponge and absorb so much. And I love that about Dynasty. Yes. Now, do you and your character share any similarities? Oh, absolutely. I mean, first of all, just our love of fashion. Monica has <laughs> an amazing wardrobe. Yes. <laughs> like, she just, she loves fashion. But then also, I think, um, the loyalty. You know, she she's very loyal to her friends and family. And she tries to be a good person that makes the right decisions. And I try to do that in life as well, you know, and... None of us will succeed at that all the time, but I really do try to live my life in that way. Yes, okay. Now, what is your, do you, well, do you have like a favorite, your most favorite scene that you shot and why? Um, The first thing that comes to mind is, there's a scene, I think it's in uh, season one, where Jeff and Monica, Jeff is uh, the name of Monica's brother, they go to visit their dad in prison. And, you know, Monica hasn't seen her dad in years at that point. And in that scene, there's just, there's so much love between this family who has gone through some very difficult times. And I think it resonated with myself and a whole lot of other people because it really is a reflection of what happens in Black families today. You know, there are a lot of Black families that aren't together for whatever reason. And there are a lot of Black fathers that are in prison and children that did not get to grow up with their dad in their household. So for me, it was a really emotional scene and it was very impactful and I had a lot of fans write to me afterwards and say you know just to see that on TV and to see something that reflects my story and my experience in my life and to see Monica living that out on the screen was very powerful. Mm -hmm. I think that's a that's one of the things that resonate with so many of us with this show. It's, it's so relatable, especially with your family dynamic. It is mm -hmm. so, so relatable. And we exactly. see ourselves, you know? Yes, because, you know, representation is not just having a Black person on the screen or having a person of color on the screen. It's what you do with that character. Is it quality representation? It's not enough to just stick us in there. But stick us in there and give us you know, let us be three-dimensional. Let us be multifaceted. Let us be complicated and difficult and all of the things that humans are in real life. And so it's, it's really important to me that the characters I play have that. 
Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that you, even though your character was not, you didn't come from money, but like you now have money and you have all of this money and you look like us. And then your brother has, like, he's like a billionaire. Like that yeah. was inspiring, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, these characters are young. Jeff is young and Monica is young and they are doing their thing. And like you said, they did not come from money, but, um, you know, they, they really, they just were reaching for their dreams and they never stopped. And Jeff, you know, made it as like a tech entrepreneur. And it, it just goes to show that, you know, those kinds of things are possible because it's just art imitating life. And so a lot of us have dreams and aspirations and maybe that doesn't reflect where you came from, but where you came from does not have to dictate where you're going. Yes, I love it. That's a gem. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is your favorite or do you have a favorite look on Dynasty? Because I love all of them. Ooh. Do you have a favorite? You know what? That is hard to choose. Like I said, Monica has an amazing wardrobe. And just the whole like wardrobe department is bomb. Like just some of the things mm-hmm. that Monica wears are amazing. But I think the things, the times that mattered most to me really actually related to my natural hair because you know, I modeled for a long time. And when I first started modeling, I had a relaxer and I had extensions. Mm-hmm. And that was the standard of beauty that I knew. That's what I thought I needed to look like to be accepted and for people to see me and want to hire me. And, you know, when I was modeling, I just went through the stage where I wanted to be accepted for me. And I really was curious about my natural beauty. I had never really seen my natural texture of hair, but I just, was sick of the weaves and the relaxers and I just wanted to just strip down and just be me Mm -hmm. and that wasn't a very easy transition because at that time in fashion most people most casting directors most designers were telling me well natural hair is not elegant it's not refined that's not fashionable you're never going to work so I had a whole lot of naysayers And so I definitely relate to your daughter going through the struggle with trying to accept her natural hair, trying to figure it out, trying to just, you know, acclimate to it. Because I went through that and I went through Mm -hmm. it in a very public way because I was working in front of the camera. So whenever Monica or, you know, I as Monica would wear natural hairstyles, meaning just my natural Afro hair, my 4C hair that, you know, doesn't necessarily have a visible curl pattern. And when I would just wear my Afro on screen out without any braid outs or anything Mm -hmm. like that, it meant a lot to me. And to have Monica wearing Bantu knots and head wraps and stuff like that, that is the type of representation that is meaningful and that can have an impact on a young girl that's going through a really tough and awkward stage. Um, And as far as fashion, I will say, some of the scenes I love the most is when Sam Adagoke, who plays Jeff, he plays my brother, uh, there are times where he wears very traditional African Nigerian looks. And Mm -hmm. I absolutely love that that is being done on TV. Yes. Yes, this show is definitely, you know, breaking barriers. That's why I'm like, I think so too. Yeah. Everybody needs to watch it because you guys, I, I just love how, because my mom used to watch the old Dynasty back in the day. 
And mm-hmm. I was telling my mom too. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Mom, no, you need to watch this show because it it, it has it's so many different things going on, but the messages that are being conveyed and the the representation, like, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. like, because you know we all just for the culture, you being you representing the way you are and him representing the way he is, that means a lot to us in the culture, you know. Absolutely, it means so much, and you know, it's it's time for us to see that type of representation. Mm-hmm. It's time for black actors and people of color to to be featured more and to have our true stories and our true histories represented on screen. I agree. Now, do you have a dream role that you would love to play in the future? You know what? I would love to do an action film like hand-to-hand combat, some type of character who knows how to do like stunts and she could just like you know, break you down with one punch to the right area. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to do something like that. I think it would be so much fun and completely opposite of Monica because, you know, as as an actor, I want to flex that muscle. And, you know, I I am well-rounded and I would love to show that. And I think it would just be so much fun. I can see that. And, and as I tell everybody that comes on the show, we're going to put that out in the atmosphere right now. We're going to speak that's in right. position and we're going to claim it because that's going to happen. Yes, yes, I, absolutely. I received that. Thank you. Yes, you are welcome. Now, how do you maintain your focus and dedication, you know, to your craft in those moments where it may be a little bit difficult? You know, as as an actor, you have your technique. So for days when you are just, you're not feeling good at all, when you don't have energy, you always have your technique to fall back on, even if you're feeling like you're a little bit off your game. But then just as a person, I try to stop and center myself and remind myself of how blessed and how lucky I am to be doing what I love for a living. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes in life it's just, It's important to stop and give yourself a reality check and give yourself a little bit of perspective to just bring you back to that place of being thankful to even be there instead of annoyed by the fact that you have to be there. Mm -hmm. That's a good way of looking at it and dealing with that. Yeah. Now, what do you, you know, when you're not working, what do you like to do to unwind and have fun? Oh my gosh, right now? anything that's outdoors <laughs> like, <laughs> we all spent so much time being cooped up and just being inside so right now I'm just like you know trying to just be out in the sun get my vitamin d get a tan and I live in New York so it's really nice to mm-hmm. see this city buzzing back to life and you go out and there are people enjoying themselves on the street and having lunch and sitting outside and enjoying the parks and the beaches. So um, so I'm, I'm really loving the outdoor vibe right now. Yes, because we've all been confined. It's time to break Exactly. Free you got to <laughs> let yourself free. You know, go out. Be one with nature. Just take a walk. You know, go sit in the park. Anything. Just to be grateful that we don't have to be locked inside anymore. Exactly. Now, what's your favorite movie? You have a favorite movie or show? Hmm. The first thing that comes to mind is what's love got to do with it, with the wonderful Miss Angela Bassett. And, you know, I'm just going to say this because this is a fact. It's not even an opinion that she should have won an Oscar for that. That's just a fact. I don't know how anyone could disagree with that. 
Exactly. Indeed. So, you know, I, I love that movie. It was, when I was growing up, it was always on TV. And mm -hmm. at the time when I was little and a lot of it was just going over my head, then I just loved, I loved the dancing. I loved the singing. I loved that she looked so strong and black and beautiful. And then as I would watch it again, as I grew into a woman, then I really started to understand it on a deeper level. Mm -hmm. And just realizing, you know, how much we can overcome when we put our mind to it and how much we can achieve as women when we put our minds to it. Yes, I'm with you on that, okay? Because sis played the heck out yes. of that role, okay? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and it's just one of those things where anytime it's on, if I'm flipping through channels or over someone's house and it's on, I will watch it. <laughs> I just will. Yes. I don't even know how many times I've seen it, but I just, I love her work in that. And it's probably one of the first actresses that I watched that made me think, wow, I would love to do that for a living. Just watching mm -hmm. her do that and live that out, it was, it really had an impact on me. Yes, I love that. I love it. Yeah. Now, if you had a chance to travel back to the past and you could have a conversation with anyone, who would that be with? Mm, I am going to say Maya Angelou. Because, I mean, just the wealth of knowledge and wisdom and grace that she embodied and carried in her and her story and her vision for our future. I mean, I think I would just want to sit there and listen and absorb everything that she could give to me. Oh, yes. I yeah. love me some Maya Angelou. Actually, my daughter right? Maya is named after her. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I named her Maya. That is beautiful. Uh, yeah, and I tell her that all the time. I'm like, do you know who you are named after? Do you know? That's you know? right. Phenomenal like, woman. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love that. So if you had to give advice to someone that wanted to kind of start acting, what would you tell them? Somebody that just got started. Um, You know, the short answer to that is just go for it. Just do it. Don't listen to the haters or the naysayers because there's always going to be those people, right? That tell you, oh, you're mm -hmm. not, you're not skinny enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not talented enough or you're too country or, you know, you have a gap in your teeth or, you know, you, whatever it is you may be like, oh, your, your hair isn't pretty. Your hair is too kinky. And all of the things that I heard along the way, you know, there are always going to be those people who love to speak negativity to you, but mm -hmm. you can't really pay attention to those people. You should just start with what's available to you. If that is being in the church play, start with that. If it's, you know, joining the drama club at school or your community theater or taking classes, then do that. Do whatever is available to you. And most of all, don't give up because it is not gonna be easy. But if it's truly what you want, then it will be worth it. Yes, I love that. You just in here dropping gems on top of more <laughs> gems, and I received I all of it. I woke up on the right side of the bed today. I guess it's just listen. <laughs> okay, I'm just receiving it, and I'm I'm just I'm just absorbing all your greatness in for real. That's what I'm doing. <laughs>
Yes. So listen, I had so much fun talking to you, but before I let you go, I have to mm-hmm. do something that I love to do with every guest. It's called Unpack Your Box. And that's basically where I give every guest one minute to just release whatever it is they want to say, whatever's on your chest, your mind, your heart. You can go ahead and say whatever you want. You know, I would just encourage people to take an active role in your own happiness. And, and I don't mean that by like, you know, cause we all see these empty quotes like on Instagram or on social media where people are like good vibes only. And like all these other things that don't really give you much to work with. But when you are feeling discouraged or sad, take a moment and just list three things in your mind that you can be grateful for in that exact moment. They don't have to be big, huge things. They can be small. They can be silly. Um, Like if I was going to give you an example and I had to think of three things off the top of my head, I would say one, I'm grateful for my mom. She was just here visiting me from Tennessee. We spent a week together just like in our pajamas watching Lifetime movies and just like having a ball together. And it was it was so nice to just have that mother daughter time together. And I'm grateful for that. And if I wanted to pick something small, I would say. I'm grateful that the huge zit I've had on my cheek for the past week went away and I am enjoying clear skin today. And that makes me feel good and it makes me feel great. And I am thankful for that. And, you know, I'm also thankful to have really good friends, a best friend who will listen to me and not judge me. And if I had to think of the last thing, I'm grateful for my health. And so something like that might lead me to say, you know what? I am grateful for my health. Let me just take a walk. Let me go outside. Let me do something to, you know, show the higher power that I am grateful for this gift. So I would say just, you know, do that for yourself and you will be surprised how it can turn your feelings around in a moment. Because you can't have a negative thought and a positive thought at the same time. You can have one or the other. So when I catch myself, you know, being down or just feeling generally kind of whatever, then I choose positivity in that moment. I stop in my tracks while I'm thinking that negative thought and I just choose positivity. I choose to be grateful. I choose to think of something I'm grateful for. I choose to think of a positive thought. So, you know, I would encourage you to do that. And then also I would say that if you really can't, you know, just turn your feelings around. And if you're feeling down and you, you're you not feeling positive, then seek out therapy, seek out help. And I think that we in the black community have to erase the stigma of, you know, mental health and how we've somehow gotten the impression that when people actively work on their mental health, it's a bad thing. I don't think that at all. I think that your mental and emotional health is incredibly important and you should do whatever you can do to protect that and to nurture that and don't let anyone make you feel ashamed about that yes you touched on some really really important parts especially the one about the black community and us you know not seeking out therapy when we need to because it's looking a bad thing i love that you said that yeah you know i think that Somehow we have been conditioned that when a person says, you know, I'm going to therapy, you automatically assume the worst instead of assuming the best. Like, wow, sis, go ahead. Like, take care of yourself in that way. You do your self-care. And I would I would just love it if we could all work to turn those ideas and those negative views around because 
we deserve better. We deserve to take care of our mental health. We deserve to have open and honest conversations about it. And the only way to do that is to just start doing it. Start doing it for your friends, for your family, and try to support them in that way. Mm-hmm. Because I can't tell you how many times I've heard people in our community say, well, you know, I think I'm going to go to therapy. And that person said, well, what's wrong with you? Like, At, why would you do that? Answer, right? That is the first yeah. answer you hear. Like Instead of it being like, you know, good. You know, if you were to say to someone, you know what, I'm going to go get a massage. They would be like, yes, queen. But if right. you say, I think I'm going to go see a therapist, then it's automatically, most of the time, a negative reaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and we have to normalize getting help in our community. We have to. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that is what I would like to leave everyone with. You know, just do whatever you need to do to take care of yourself and be gentle with yourself because you are a gem. And if you don't treat yourself that way, no one else is going to treat you that way either. Yes, queen. I love it. Tell the people where they can keep up with you so they can stay connected. So you can reach me. I'm on Instagram. My handle is I am Wakima. And, you know, I if you want to reach out to me, DM me. You know, I love to talk to people. I love to hear what fans have to say, even if you're not a fan of Dynasty and you just, you know, you want to reach out and say something about your natural hair journey or, you know, your mental health journey. I'm here for that. I love that kind of stuff. So reach out to me. And keep an eye out. You know, you'll you'll see me around. Definitely. Yes. Make sure you guys connect with her. I want to tell you that this is such an honor. I'm so happy, so thankful, so grateful that you graced the podcast. Thank you also for inspiring my daughter and for helping her and for you just being you and who you are. I want to thank you so very much. I appreciate that so much. You know, as an as an actor, my job is to be a storyteller. My job is to, you know, do something that connects with people. And to hear that, you know, your daughter connected in that way, it honestly just fills my heart so much. And it makes me feel so good. So thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank your daughter for introducing you. And please give her my love. Oh, I will. She will be so happy. I'm gonna let her listen to this. (laughs) Yes. All right, y'all, we are out. Thank you All so right, much, everybody. Queen. Have a good day. <laughs> Have a good week. Take care of yourself. Yes. Before you leave, keep up with your girl on Instagram at unpacking underscore the underscore box underscore podcast. You can also email me if you like at unpackingtheboxpodcast at gmail.com. And also, if you are enjoying the show, if you were a guest on the show, you know, if you just 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 love the show, make sure you leave me a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts specifically. I don't know if you can do it on the other platforms, but I know for sure you can on Apple. So yes, do that for your girl, especially if you're enjoying it, you know, let me know. All right, y'all be well.